got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! You ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Indeed it is, indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, February. You like when I say hump day, don't you? I love it. I love <laughs> it. It's Wednesday, February the 21st in the year of our Lord 2024. It is still Freedom Classic Week here in Lenora County, and we're going to get to that in a little bit. But this is episode 1028-1028 of the Brian Hanks Show. Presented by Lenore Community College, my co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. They'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. But man, do we have a fun show for you today. It's Wednesday. So you know what that means. We're joined in the studio by our friend, Kinston's Renaissance man himself, Michael Martin. I got to tell you, you got me all pumped up last week by, I mean, you were dressed, you looked good last <laughs> uh, week, uh, yeah. you know? The mighty have fallen. <laughs> Not fallen, but tell them about the shirt that you have on oh, right now. Oh, it's a, uh, it is a Seraphim Smith design, the rooster, and uh, it's uh, it's clucking amazing. How come I never got one of those? Seraphim, I doubt he's listening right now, but I, why didn't he give me one? I need one of those. Oh, but look, now, that's it. it, it you, you got to come off the hip to get one of these. I will do. I tell you what, now. if I traded him hey, a uh, a Brian Hanks show uh, t shirt for a Clucking Amazing shirt, what do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. Might, yeah, might be like two for one. You might need <laughs> to come off. Back. Okay, well, that's a sweet shirt. That yeah, sweet man. Shirt. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, Mike uh, Martin, my, I didn't even introduce you. I just said uh, you're here, but. Uh, well, I feel like we've established <laughs> that I'm the Wednesday guy. I mean, you are the Wednesday guy. Kenson's Renaissance man himself, one. Michael Martin. Man, uh, we've got a lot of talk. we got PGA. Yep. I want to talk some Tiger Woods here in a little bit. Uh, ECU baseball. Uh, unfortunately, I guess you saw it came up a little bit short in Bowie's Creek last night. Yeah, I thought that was a, um, you know, I mean, I I don't know exactly how scheduling works for collegiate baseball, but that that was an interesting midweek choice the week before Carolina. Oh, the I week mean, before, three days before yeah, Carolina. But, uh, but you know, it's a, um, yeah, it, and and I saw someone last night commenting about Campbell, and I'm like, Campbell's a Good baseball. Oh, they're borderline team. top twenty-five. In fact, they it, may be top twenty-five it, in one that, poll. Right. Yeah. Well, and and last year, I feel like they spent most of the year in the top twenty-five. And uh, so, you know, I mean, they're they're a good team. And as we saw last night, I mean, Wake Forest went down to uh, to UNC Greensboro. Pitching coach at UNCG wow. is former Pirate Seth Manis. Which is pretty How cool. Crazy. See, I didn't even and see Seth that. Manis, and Seth Manis has Kinston ties because he married a girl from Kinston, you know. So, dude, Kinston has their hand uh, in just about it, everything, don't they? It's see, really I didn't crazy. know that about Wake Forest. So, number one Wake Forest lost number last one night. Wake Forest lost That's last breaking night. Breaking news to yeah. me. I did not I mean, know that. And, uh, yeah, we saw over the weekend NC State lost the second game of their season. So, yep. yeah, it's, 
it's baseball. No, what you know, you're not going to have a team go. What is it? How many games does college baseball? I six, think it's fifty six. Fifty six regular and, season. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to have somebody get fifty six and that. I mean, no, no. and um, I just wonder if that'll drop. Uh, if that will drop. Uh, Greg Clemens is jumping in. It was Hump Day in Greenville. Oh, he's taking a shot. Oh, look uh, at Mr. Clemens already taking now. a shot at ECU there. Wait a minute. Hey, how did his Wolfies do in basketball last night? Do you know? Probably as good as his Wolfies <laughs> did in baseball on Saturday. I mean. I can't wait for this reaction because uh, he, he, he's going to come. Mr. Clemens is going to come back strong here, okay? But here's the thing. Let me The ECU, then they lost, and I've got that in my roundup here. They lost 7-6 to six in Bowie's Creek last night. Here's what you got to remember. This is, and nothing against Campbell. I love Campbell. We've got a kid from North Lenore, Luke Cannon, who's going to be uh, in the rotation at Campbell starting next year. He's got, he had Tommy John surgery in the offseason, though, so he's lost his freshman year, but uh, he'll get a red shirt. Anyway, my point being, dude, it's, that game is a whole lot bigger to Campbell than it is to ECU. And it's almost the same way. And I'm not denigrating your alma mater here. In fact, I'm doing, I'm on the mic for. 13 games this year for your alma mater. Nice. nice. But uh, how you like that little humble break there, how I just slid that in I there? I mean, you know, <laughs> I've come to expect that. There you go. There you go. But there's nobody that will not tell you that ECU playing Carolina or playing NC State or that's a big game for ECU. It's a bigger game for ECU than it is for NC State or for Carolina. Same thing for Campbell. And, and from what I understand and from what I've read, and if I'm wrong, Campbell fans, if we've got any listening right now, tell me. But Campbell runs out one of their top three pitchers against ECU every year. Sure. That's the reason they're now, what, 4-0 against them now in the past two years. And, uh, you know, ECU will run eight pitchers out there. You well, know, I mean, they, it's a midweek game for them. They use a regular midweek starter. And, I mean, yeah. there was some guys that got some good work in that game. And, yeah, I think as a Pirate fan, you got to look at that and say, look, we were down 5-2 to two in the sixth inning, came back and took lead, you know, in the last three innings and, uh, and, and, you know, they, they pulled it out. So good on them. I mean, it's the first time that, uh, that I think the ECU closer got to, got to get some work. And I mean, and, and I think he had a bit of an off night, but all in all, you know, it, there's some positives to take away. You're going to love this here, Mike. Oh, Martin. Are you ready? Man. No, it's Keith Spence that jumps in here. Hey, this is for you, Mr. Clemens. Okay. He said, State was down 15 and made a great comeback to make the game competitive, which they did. I mean, they were down by 15 and a half, and they gave up 55 points in the first half. State did last night. And this is what Spence says, and this is for you, Mr. Clemens. Any coach that leads a comeback like that deserves a contract extension, right, Mr. Clemens? Oh, I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like that's in the, in the works. Whoa, whoa, you, whoa, whoa, you hear that explosion? I think yeah. it's coming down from your neck of the woods, Swansboro, yeah. or Com- your combustion, <laughs> combustion. <laughs> yeah, but Mr. Clemens is typing right now, so he's already heard that. So yeah, so coming back from 15 down at halftime, making a competitive game, that should get Kevin Keats uh, a contract extension. I agree wholeheartedly there. Mm. Okay, listen, you've already heard Mike Martin here, man. We're going to talk PGA, ECU baseball, which we've already done a little bit of Freedom Classic. We've got prep basketball conference tournaments going on right now. And uh, throughout Eastern North Carolina, we've got a, a ton of stuff to talk about. But good morning, Mike. Good morning, my man. How are you? I am doing good, man. Awesome. Uh, hey, I, I represented. Uh, in fact, I've got still got the shirt on the United Way last night. I know it's hard nice. to read, but yeah. In the uh, well, I didn't design them, but uh, it's a sweet shirt. I don't have a shirt this color, but uh, re- represented uh, United Way last night in the adult spelling bee, which doesn't, which isn't nearly as dirty as it sounds. Okay. 
Uh, you you would think adult spelling bee, you would be spelling, you know, adult terms, which we won't get into. Uh, yeah, I can see Jason Bryant running off the road tap, right let's now. Let's tap the brakes. Tap the brakes. <laughs> let's tap the brakes indeed. Okay, as you do, Mike, uh, you have a special guest joining us this morning, around 45 minutes here yeah, into this first excited. hour. Tell them a little excited. bit about who's going to be joining us. Uh, Jimmy Paler. Uh, Jimmy Paler is a Harker's Island native. Uh, two Wednesdays in a row we've gotten um, – uh, East Carteret High School represented. Um, but Jimmy Paler has, uh, he's been an umpire now, I think 17 or 18 years. Um, Jimmy, uh, worked his way up through the minor leagues, but, um, uh, and the umpire strike, I can't recall the year now, but Jimmy would have been a major league umpire, but with the strike, he refused to, uh, break lines and, and, and so he uh, he is now a collegiate umpire. He's called some uh, minor league games here at Granger Stadium as a – I think he, he kind of helps out there when they need him. But um, he is uh, a CAA – AAC, excuse me, AAC. Um, I was having flashbacks to when I was in school. The there old, you go. The old CAA, Colonial Athletic. No, the American Athletic Conference. He's an umpire with that. And I thought it'd be pretty cool to have him on today because he was behind the plate on Friday night when uh, Parker Bird, um, the young man, I'm sure y'all have talked about on the show this week. But, oh, every uh, day so far this week. But, yeah. you know, Parker Bird uh, became the first collegiate baseball player with a prosthetic to uh, to, to play. In a, in and a, drew a walk. And drew a walk. Yeah. Uh, We'll have to ask Jimmy if there's any borderline pitches that, uh, but. Well, that's one of the questions no, I want to um, ask him is how do you keep your, because he knows the story. I yeah. Mean, I, I, well, I mean. I just realized he and I are friends on Facebook. I didn't realize that. Interestingly enough, um, I saw an interview with Cliff Godwin uh, this week where he talked about, you know, uh, Coach Godwin said, hey, look, you know, I, I went up to Jimmy and told him what we were doing. And he said, you know, Jimmy said that he had been umpiring for, you know, 17, 18 years, and this was one of the coolest things. And he said, you know, he, he had – said Jimmy – said he had tears in his eyes when the kill was announced. And, uh, wow. You know, and, and I don't know that that – you know, that could have been some drama, dramatization on the part of, of Coach Godwin. But, you know, um, just a great story. And I thought I thought Jimmy might be able to offer a little bit of uh, insight that, that we love couldn't it. get somewhere else. So uh, I'm excited about it. Well, he'll be joining us about 45 minutes into this first hour on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. So excited about that, about having umpire Jimmy Paler join us. And we're friends. I just was looking on Facebook because, you know, I always like to run a picture. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, and uh, I was like, I was going to send him a friend request while you were talking there. I'm like, wait a minute. We're already friends. So Jimmy's a good dude. And he's got, I mean, we, where does he live? Does he live down East or no, nah, I think he lives in Morehead city or Atlantic beach. Well, that but, is down um, east, though, dude. no, it's not. Um, <laughs> and he'd be quick to tell you that, but, um, I but, love it. but honestly, we need to have him back at some point for a, for a full, you think he would come in? Yeah. Get him to come in might be a bit tough, but, um, but man, the stories that he's got about his days, you know, coming up through the umpiring ranks, like he literally graduated from high school and went straight to wow. umpire school in Florida. And, um, you know, that was, uh, well, I mean, it's just, uh, 
his stories though from from going through that and and coming up through the minors against players that he had played against in high school and it, it's just a neat story it, should the opportunity present itself one one Wednesday well very good I like it uh but uh he will be joining us like I said about 45 minutes here into this first hour on our Spence Automotive guest line uh so uh Mike Martin Jimmy Paler here in our first hour how about our second hour man it's mm. not every day you get to have a legend here. And, in fact, I was looking it up. The last time he was on the show was on Wednesday, August 16th, and you were in here that day when Good he stuff. was uh, here. But, uh, man, uh, Bill Ellis, uh, former Kinston Lenore County Parks Recreation Director, he was he's a founder of the Freedom Classic, uh, and today he helps us kick off our Freedom Classic coverage. We've not really had uh, anybody on this week so far, but, man, I'm telling you, it gets crazy over the next couple of days. We start with Bill today. And then uh, tomorrow we're going to have Chuck Ristano. He is a new head baseball coach at uh, Navy. He is going to be joining us in our second hour tomorrow. Uh, We're also going to have the – the keynote speaker for Saturday night, man. I know I said yesterday oh, and I had been told, so I had gotten bad information, but that Chris Hatcher was going to be the, uh, keynote speaker. He is not going to be on Saturday night. It's somebody else. I'm sorry. I don't have his name right here in front of me, but he'll be joining us tomorrow morning too. Uh, and then on Friday, uh, man, it's just going to be crazy. We're going to have Scott Austin, Josh Bass, uh, another representative from the, uh, parks and rec department as they are getting ready for the first game of the freedom classic on uh friday and then how about this live right here in studio as he did last year uh air force academy head baseball coach mike keselowski that's all awesome. be joining us sitting in that seat where you're at right now mike martin so uh very excited about that he absolutely positively one of the true good guys and uh very excited about that and on top of that too we're going to try to get uh howard woolley and zach pierce on from north north and south north respectively tomorrow because they are in the semifinals of the east central 2a tournament so uh today's relatively calm day with our friend mike martin and i I guess i should say this too also uh how about we'll have jason bryant too uh here on the show tomorrow and then paul whittington on friday so we're only going to have about 12 guests over the next two days here on the show how am i going to get them all in mike martin buddy i got confidence in you yeah i'm I'm glad you do man Uh, okay uh i tell you what before we jump into everything full bore let's thank lenore community college for 65 years LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. Congratulations to LCC. Just kind of tying this all together here. Had the adult spelling bee last night. And who won? LCC did. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, the Lancers for winning that. We, I, You haven't even asked, how, how did the United Way do? <clears throat> Go ahead, Mike. How did the United Way do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice. We finished in a tie for ninth out of 26 teams. So, uh just yeah, that's not bad. Just you know? just above half. I, 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 come on, man. I seek to. I, I try to find the positives, and I, I, we did very well. I thought. I mean, dude, I'm on the team. Okay, 
So that's got to tell you something. I mean, yeah, but you were an editor of a newspaper. Yeah, but there's this thing in computers called spell check. Yeah, that I grew accustomed to. But we did all right last night. In fact, I think we did pretty well last night. We had uh, Molly Taylor, you know, our friend Molly uh, Taylor, and Molly, uh, Laura Monroe from uh, Monroe Magic, uh-huh. and, uh, and then Gina Hill, the lovely bride of Craig. Craig, and, yeah, yep, good and, stuff. Uh, good so stuff. we had a good time last night, and we always. Uh, Let's just say we have a good time, okay? Hey, that's the name of the game. It is. Uh, we we had fun, but congratulations to LCC for uh, winning the whole thing last night. Uh, and, uh, hey, the second eight weeks of, uh, of classes are coming up for LCC, I believe March 8th. But give them a call, like I said, at 252-527-6223, and you can find out more about that. I will say this about the uh, – uh, spelling bee last night. We had it at a new location. We usually do it in the uh, LCC gym. Unable to do that last night because I, they had something else going on there. So it was over at the Cooperative Extension, which uh, has a nice little facility over there. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it was cool. It was cool. King's Restaurant served dinner for us. Uh, but uh, uh, and listen, nothing. Uh, Tyndall Davis was on the mic for it. Uh, but man, I'd gotten so you. You know our mutual good friend Matthew Matt Young, Young. Yeah, yeah. Matt Young usually does it, and he didn't do it. And I don't know why he didn't do it, but uh, I missed him, man. I mean, I, n- no one enunciates better than no, Matt Young. Okay? He is. Uh, he is an exact cat. Like <laughs> he, he he's an exact cat. I like that. I think he. I think he would like that description. Okay, you know, I'll do what I can. But, uh, but man, Matt Young uh, was missed last night. And then, and, and listen, I love me some Tammy Kelly. She's been a guest here on the show many times. But, uh, man, we got to do something about that sound system. If we're back out there again, we got to do something about that sound system because. Uh, well, when I, uh, the year that I participated, it was at uh, Woodman. Mm-hmm. It was at Woodman. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, it, it was always a good time. And, um, but. Yeah, it's just so many things going on. It's, uh, but that's one of the great things about, you know, we talk about this all the time. People complain about nothing to do in Lenore County. and Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They, they, I don't even pay attention to those people anymore. No. I wish I'd brought my list in here because I had the list of words. You know, it's in the man cave. But I did want to – Pat Holmes, as you know, he always puts the, the list together. You know, very, very smart guy. Yeah, but sadistic. We had, sadistic. Very sadistic. <laughs> sadistic. No, uh, but man, one of the words he had out there, in fact, it was the third word, you know, you do, there's three rounds of it. It's easy, then intermediate, and then hard. And let me tell you, man, the hard, we only got one of the hard words, right? We actually made it to the hard round, but he had this as a third word, bellwether, spell bellwether. And while you do that, I need to, uh, grab a charger out of my thing. So go ahead. Bellwether. I I mean, B E L L. W H E T H E R. You, you, the problem that, yeah, apparently I spelled it correctly, but I'm going to tell you why. So you could never be the announcer for the spelling bee because your, uh, your animated expression led me to believe that it wasn't the way I would have thought it was spelled, which would have been B-E-L-L-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. So, uh, okay. Okay. I thought that's what you said. Do it again. B-E-L-L-W-H. 
No, 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 no. You got it wrong, uh, then. You got it wrong. No, it was B-E-L-L-W-E-T-H-E-R. Dang. That was the third word. Patrick Holmes, again. Sadistic. Sadistic. S-A-D-I-S-T-I-C. Yes, he was sadistic last night. Uh, And uh, and that, that... that was frustrating because it wasn't just us. Half the field got that word wrong. It was the third word in the whole thing. So, well, I mean, uh, I don't know that anyone ever uses that word. I would imagine that they were like, well, it's either one or the other. Like, what, what is bellwether? I mean, uh, I, <laughs> and everybody's texting in this morning. Uh, you know what? I don't even know. It has something. He used it like in a political sense. Yeah, yeah, bellwether meaning. I love having Google right here in front of me. Someone or something that leads the way or points out a trend. So if you said somebody was like a bellwether of fashion, you know, uh, a leading the flock. There you go. There you go. In fact, uh, that's so funny. Like the four pictures that they show for bellwether are sheep. <laughs> Interesting um, that. Uh, Either way, I would have spelled it would have been wrong because it's W E T H. There's no A. Yeah, no, you said W E T H E R. You didn't say A. W E T H. Yeah, yeah. You said I didn't think you said no, but I said W H E T H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, man, we we've spent too much time on that. But Patrick Holmes, you're a mean one, Mister Grinch. Welcome to the rabbit hole. Uh, there you go, the rabbit hole indeed. Hey, Freedom Classic is this weekend, and again, like I said, we'll be talking to Bill Ellis about that in our uh, second hour uh but uh game one is friday at 6 p.m game two is saturday at two and then uh game three between air force and navy is at 12 30 on sunday all at historic granger stadium you can get your tickets by going to uh the parks rec department or going to uh, the kenston community center or you can get them at the gate also uh so uh there you go freedom classic like I said, uh, this weekend, and man, we're going to be the next couple of days. Today and the next couple of days, that's all we're going to be talking about for the most part. Uh, underdog Fantasy, have you signed up yet, Mike Martin? I have not. Mike! I'm not. <laughs> you I'm don't not. have to, man. But I might one day. Yeah. Hey, did you know that on your initial deposit up to $100, if you use uh, uh you're going to tell me how they're going to give me $100? They're going to give you a <laughs> – but you have to deposit $100. But yeah. they will give you free $100 if you use promo code HANKS. So do that. Uh, I didn't get to play last night, like I said, because I did the uh, uh, the spelling bee, so I didn't get to play last night. Hey, registration is open for the WRNS St. Jude Golf Classic. Well, not for players. Are you playing in it? I, I think so. I okay. think so. I think Very so. good. Uh, well, if you, if you haven't signed up yet – you need to get hold of Jason Bryant. Uh, go to WRNS.com. Click on the golf tournament logo. I think he told me last Thursday it was full, but they're still looking for sponsors. But, again, like we said last week, dude, you know Jason. Jay, I think Jason could find a spot for you, okay? Well, I'm, I'm playing golf today, and ah, based on – Where are you going to be at? I'm going to be over in Edgecombe County. I'm going to go see a buddy of mine, Trey Thorne. He's a realtor over that way, and uh, we're going to play over that way. He usually comes this way, so I'm going to – Going to return the favor today. Should be a pretty day today, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's going to be close to close to sixty, and the sun is supposed to shine. So, I like, should be I a good it. day. I hope you strike them well. Okay, y- you and I both. You and <laughs> I both. Go. Uh, LCC men's basketball. Uh, their home season is complete. They're fourteen and ten overall. They're twelve and seven in Region Ten. They play three road games beginning Saturday at Guilford Tech. 
Then they're at Cleveland Community College and Shelby on Sunday. And then a week from today, they're at Pitt Community College uh, to clear uh, to close out the regular season. Linda and I are going. You going to make it? I, I might join you guys okay. on that. Very good, very good. Uh, we need because we need to cheer on LCC out there. I guess you saw. I guess you saw. Did we have Shelly on last week with you, or was that? It wasn't with me. Okay. Well, she's gone now. She is the uh, former AD at uh, Lenore Community College. They are currently looking for one. So, hey, have you ever wanted to be a an athletics director of a uh, community college of a junior college? I think I'm well, well under um <laughs> qualified well if you wanted to they are looking for that right now so you can uh, apply for that so uh how about lcc baseball uh, they won yesterday they went to wilson and won at barton college's jv team yesterday 16 to 5 the lancers pounded out 15 hits in the win they were led by caden crawford who was uh, two for three with an rbi jacob strimple who was two for four with two runs scored and abby cannon got who was two for three with three rbis and a run uh, the Lancers play a three-game Region 10 home series against Fayetteville Tech this weekend. It's going to be a doubleheader on Saturday beginning at noon, then a nine-inning game on Sunday also beginning at noon. ECU men's basketball, uh, they've won three straight conference games, which they have not ever done before since they joined the American Athletic Conference 10 years ago. Uh, the Pirates, they are at Rice, not at Danny Rice. <laughs> they are at Rice Saturday at 2. That game will be on ESPNU. The ECU women's basketball team, 14-10 and 10 overall, 7-6 and six in the American. They're two games out of first place, but in sixth place, they're at home versus South Florida today at 6, and then they're at SMU Saturday at 3. ECU baseball, let's go ahead and talk about it. We did a little bit uh, in the first couple of minutes, but uh, they had their first loss of the season last night at Campbell. Uh, they lost seven to six. The Pirates trailed the entire game until the eighth inning. They took a six to five lead on Riley Johnson's RBI fielder's choice, but Campbell uh, scored two in the bottom of the eighth and then uh, held on in the ninth. And uh, according now, I didn't realize this, but, uh, Mr. Clement said, did you know Campbell threw uh, a catcher last night? Played the ninth inning last night, uh, against ECU. I did not realize that. But uh, Campbell scored two in the bottom of the eighth to secure the win. Dixon Williams and Justin Wilcoxon were both two for five for the Pirates. Dixon had a couple, scored a couple of runs while Will, Will, bleh, trying to read too fast here. While Wilcoxon had an RBI, Carter Cunningham had two RBIs for ECU. Next up for the Pirates, and you were telling me in uh, pre-show you're going to be in one of these games. It's a three-game set against Carolina. They're in Chapel Hill Friday at four. In Fayetteville, Saturday at 2, and then you will see them Sunday at Clark LeClaire on Sunday at 2, right? I will. I will. In fact, um, I'll be, I'll probably, I will be leaving early because it is uh, Studio 86's Dance Showcase Sunday evening at uh, 6 p.m., so I expect to see you all there. Well, you know Scott's going to be dancing in that, right? He is. He's yeah. making his debut, yeah. making his debut um but no uh love to see you guys come out and support uh studio a6 dancers um what time is it uh, 6 you know, p.m okay 6 p.m um, where's it gonna be at, at uh kinston high okay at the performing arts center that is correct, that ah, is correct so. we need to get us some uh lily grace signs made they, so when she's oh, she there. would she, well look you need to be ready because they you know it's so funny when the girls go on stage we're here you know little girl voices screaming you know <laughs> little girl voices go yeah you know, lily grace go yeah. blah 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 so that's um 
there's a lot of things that you learn. When is you, there an admission charge for that? Uh, yes, there is. And I'm sure my wife is probably not awake yet. So I <laughs> think that the tickets are 10 bucks, but I will. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, let me run it by the boss lady and I will see. But I mean, we'll have the Freedom Classic on Sunday, but it starts at 1230. So yeah, it'll be over be, by 3 o'clock, 330. And, so. and look, after a weekend of baseball, you're going to need some. Uh, some, some art. estrogen. Yeah, you're going to need some art, <laughs> an influx of um, culture, and uh, the culture of baseball is great. But, uh, but no, it, it's going to be great. And we're you love excited. being a girl dad, don't you? I really do, especially uh, I, I've joked with, uh, with, in fact, Saturday, Bella and I went out to the LCC game, um, the first game of the doubleheader with uh, my friend um, – my friends Kevin and Emily Nelson, their son Jacob's a freshman, um, DH third baseman for uh, for LCC, and I told her as I was dragging my chair and blankets and all the other things you need to to make it through a, an early season college baseball game that I was very happy that Lily Grace was a dancer where there was always Wi Fi, there was always warm, you know comfortable temperatures and always um they always had a comfortable seat provided for you in yeah. an auditorium so uh now i've, I've said numerous on numerous occasions that you know everybody thinks they want to be you know as a as a man everybody thinks they want to have a son and you know they be an athlete and so forth and so on but being a, being a a dance dad has been a great experience i i I could not be more proud and um, and more excited about the things that she does, and so, I mean, it's just a good time, man. It's it's great. It's I love great. it. I love it. Well, uh, uh, back to tying this back to ECU though, baseball, and I want to thank Chris Spence. Chris, who's Chris Spence? Keith Spence for this because it's Chris Hatcher. He said their catcher for uh, see Scotty Boy. He said the catcher for uh, Campbell is like Chris Hatcher. He came in to closing through 95 miles an hour. Hey, now. Dude, not just your average catcher then that, uh, you know, does that. So thank you, Spence, for that information. But ECU baseball, like I said, against Carolina this weekend and a unique uh, three-game set in Chapel Hill Friday, in Fayetteville Saturday, and then back at Clark LeClaire on Sunday. How about ECU softball? They are 11-1 and one right now. Uh, they play in the Pirate Invitational in G Vegas all weekend. Featuring Towson Ryder in North Carolina Central. The Pirates open their portion of the Invitational with Towson and NC Central Friday at 3 o'clock in a doubleheader. ACC basketball last night. I, I, we'll find out if uh, if uh, Mr. Clemens is still with us right now because, man, uh, his, his Wolfies, they had, a, uh, they had a tough night last night, Mike Martin. Uh, they ended up, uh, like I said, they were down by 15 at halftime, 55 to 40. They did rally back, but lost 87 to 83 to Syracuse last night. State falls to 16 and 10 overall, eight and seven in the ACC, and they pretty much have to win the rest of their games this season, I think, to make it to the NCAA tournament. Probably need to go at least to the ACC tournament championship game if they want a chance at the NCAA tournament. But you know what? They'll do just enough to keep Kevin Keats's job there, just and keep, enough, and <laughs> to keep Mr. Keats uh, unhappy. Syracuse improved to 17 and 10 overall, eight and eight in the ACC with that win last night. Uh, Wake Forest won last night, 91-58 to over Pittsburgh. Pitt had just been 
had had a pretty good season so far. Have been have beat Virginia. We know as bad as they did last weekend. They've beat Duke. I believe they uh, won at Carolina, and but they go to Winston Salem and they lose ninety-one to fifty-eight. Congratulations to Wake Forest last night, who I think is putting together a pretty good resume for the NCAA tournament. They're now seventeen and nine overall, nine and six in the ACC, and uh, Pittsburgh fell to seventeen and nine themselves, but eight and seven in league play. Florida State also won last night, eighty-four to seventy-six. Uh, tonight we've got three games in the ACC. Uh, Duke is at Miami. That game's at seven o'clock on ESPN. Notre Dame is at Louisville. That's on ESPNU, also at 7. And then Clemson is at Georgia Tech. That game is at 7 o'clock on the ACC Network. Carolina Hurricanes were off last night, uh, but they are still uh, in second place in the Metropolitan, uh, four points behind the New York Rangers. Jacques Passelegs, New York Rangers. Uh, I'm going to ask you again, March 12th, you going with us? Tuesday, yes, March sir. 12th? Very yes, good. Sir. Well, I need to go ahead and get those tickets in uh, and get that squared away, but uh, but four point because it's going to be Hurricanes versus Rangers. Do you have any uh, Hurricanes gear? Do you need to borrow? No. Something? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow a sweater. I'm I'm familiar yeah. with the terminology, yeah. and I'm gonna borrow a sweater and make sure that uh, that I can uh, make something happen. I like it. I like it. Well, that's March the twelfth. That, well, that's just a couple of weeks, or three weeks from last night. So it's two of my least favorite colors, red and black. The Hurricanes colors are. Eh. Well, you, you kind of feel like they, they probably adopted them since they share the arena with NC State, so they wanted something similar to what NC State wears. Is yeah. what, because they didn't continue what the Hartford Whalers were wearing, you know. Uh, I do I do like that combination. I do too, man. It's that, a good look. A good, it's a very good look. But If uh, if, uh, if if the sweater doesn't work, I might be uh, ordering a uh, Hartford Whale uh, T-shirt or something. Um, so... I love it. I love it. But Hurricanes off last night at 33-17 and 5. They have 71 points. Four points behind Jacques Passelegs, New York Rangers, and the Metropolitan. They are fourth in the Eastern Conference. But uh, tomorrow they take on the Eastern Conference's second-best team in Florida. And then they take on the Central Division-leading Dallas uh, Stars on Saturday. Uh, high school basketball. Let's get to this real quick. Uh, man, an upset in the East Central 2A last night. South Lenore's girls uh, <laughs> you can tell, uh, these guys that are behind us because they're listening to us online, which is fine. Greg Clemens just said, thank God the season is over. It's <laughs> not over. Uh, Mr. Clemens, come on, man. You guys are going to win just enough to keep coach Keats's job. Like we've already said, uh, he said, start the bus because the season is over. Uh, but, uh, last night, man, and, uh, girls play in the East central two a, uh, the South and blue devils upset Kinston last night. Wow. Uh, 43 to 39. They advance to the semifinals of uh, the girls' tournament, which will be tomorrow night in uh, or at uh, Kenston High School. Uh, the North North girls last night, they won against uh, against James Keenan 58-54. to They are in the semifinals. They'll take on Southwest Onslow on, uh, or tomorrow night. So uh, tomorrow night's going to be fun. We're going to have uh, North Lenore and Southwest Onslow. That'll be the 730 game. Then we'll have South Lenore and East Duplin in the uh, 6 o'clock game. Now, both North Lenore and South Lenore, we'll start with South Lenore, was swept by East Duplin this year. Uh, they lost They were lost 52-28 to to East Duplin on January 16th, and they lost, you ready for this, 54-11 to on February 9th. North Lenore against Southwest Onslow lost 
55 to 17 on January 5th and then 54 to 37 in Jacksonville back on January 30th. So uh, they will be big underdogs going into tomorrow night's games. But like I said, we're going to try to get uh, both uh, coaches for North and North and South North in the first hour of tomorrow's show. Green Central, uh, the uh, boys lost in their Eastern Plains 2A game on uh, Monday. Uh, they're waiting to hear from the NCHSAA if they're going to make the state playoffs. However, uh, the fifth-seeded Green Central girls won uh, at uh, fourth-seeded Farmville Central, 55-53 to in overtime. They're in the EP 2A semifinals, which is at North Pitt tonight at 7.30. Parrot Academy, Bethel Christian Academy, Aiden Griffin, Jones Sr., all their seasons are complete. Uh, hometown Heroes is uh, the only hometown hero that performed last night uh, was uh, Claude Shields and William Peace University. They won the uh, first round of the USA South Tournament at Brevard uh, College last night, 66-63. to They play at Mary Baldwin University Thursday in the semifinals of the USA South Tournament. Uh, so uh, good luck to uh, Coach Shields for that. Uh, like I said, nobody else of our hometown heroes played. Listen, if you know any <laughs> baseball players from our neck of the woods, I know we've got a couple on LCC. I'm pretty sure we have one on Mount Olive, but baseball and softball players, that played in our neck of the woods. They are going to be our hometown heroes starting uh, next week. We'll be giving you day-by-day uh, -day updates on each one of those, too. So uh, there you go. That wraps up everything. Hey, it only took us uh, 37 minutes to get through everything there, dude. There you go. <laughs> I know. Listen, I wanted to ask you, uh, and we've, we've said this many times here, Mike Martin, our first-hour guest here. I, I'm a peripheral golf fan. I mean, I'm not... You know, I tried to play with, and I mean, I actually took lessons and everything. It was never any good, dude. I mean, I, in fact, when your instructor tells you, you know, uh, you might, I told you this story, right? No. Oh, I thought I told you this, dude. Maybe it was Jason I told then. And I can even tell you, if you remember who it was, who was it that ran the little uh, uh, driving range over uh, here? I, I don't know. I, but you remember yeah, the little I driving range? Yeah, I remember the range, yeah. Well, I took lessons from him. I paid for uh, like 10 lessons. I don't even remember how much it was. It was like 10 lessons for $250 or something like that where you'd go in for 45 minutes. He'd you know, help construct your swing and you know all this kind of stuff. This is not a joke, Mike Martin. I must not have told you anything because you would remember this. Three lessons into it, he told me, he refunded my money and said, uh, you know, golf may not be the sport for you. Ooh, I know that feeling. <laughs> We've all had those. But, days. dude, is that that's a true story. Hand that's, to God, that's a true story. He refunded the rest of my money and said, wow. It was polite about it. It wasn't me. He's like, but evidently I had, dude, I just, it just wasn't natural to me, man. I just, well, I mean, it's some not, people. It's are, not a natural motion, so it, it, it's understandable, but, um, but it was, you know, the Genesis, uh, the Genesis at Riviera out in California over the weekend. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama was the winner. Um, the the player that I caddied for it on one occasion, Luke List, uh, was a top five finisher. Um, but um, yeah, it was it was built up as uh, the return of Tiger Woods, and, and Tiger did. Uh, did tee it up on Thursday. Um, and, and honestly, he played okay on Thursday. I mean, he was one over, um, but you know, he, he hit some really great shots and, um, you know, it, it, there were moments that he reminded you of the tiger of old. I listened to some, um, some, some coverage of the tournament and they were talking about his swing speed, you know, 
being in the you know the one seventies, which is it is an amazing number, particularly for a guy that's been through the physical things that he has. He unfortunately withdrew after the first round, and um, I think there were a lot of folks that presumed that it was as a result of some of the other injuries, his back, his wrist, his knees, his this, his ankles. Um, you know, the the word that I just I read was that he had he has the flu. Um, now, you know whether that is uh. He has the flu, wink, wink, you know. Um, well, he looked pretty bad. I actually watched a little sports center, and they showed him yeah. walking off the course. I mean, he looked he, he looked look like that he great. Yeah. Like he didn't feel well or yeah. – well, I mean, you know. And, yeah, the one thing that I – if you haven't read um, Hank Haney's book on Tiger Woods – I it, haven't. It, it's, it's really an interesting insight into who he is as a person – um you know and it gets into a lot of the training that he did with navy seals and so forth and so on and i mean i i think that i think that he did a lot of damage to his body and i also think that he is a he is a guy who who was built to be a professional golfer um i think that his dad you know molded him out of clay and um, and you know, it, it's a lot of like the, you know, the Todd Marinovich story, you know, the, 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 the high school football player. Well, actually, I mean, I think, I think it started with <coughs> him as young as elementary school where, you know, he had never eaten at McDonald's. He had never done all these things. And, you know, so many of those folks who their families try to turn them into something, you know, they lose their humanity. And I yeah. think you, you see that, you saw that a lot in Tiger. And, um, but, you know, I think that the, the strains and the stress that he put his body through to, you know, live out some of his dreams may have ultimately cost him a shot at, at breaking, you know, Jack's record and uh, major championships and, you know, I, I think that um, I think there's certain circumstances where he may be able to be competitive for four rounds in a professional tournament. Um, and and I mean, I, I look at Tiger the same way I look at Patrick Mahomes, or I looked at Tom Brady. I mean, you can't bet against him. No. I mean, you know, because that's that's what people like them are looking for is people to say, oh, he cannot, that can't he can't do that again. And then he's going to come out and show you what he can or can't do. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think in totality, anybody should be surprised as what they saw from tiger over the weekend. I mean, he hadn't played golf and competitive golf in quite a while. And, you know, I think that, uh, I think we all hoped for, you know, something, something great, something grand. And, um, and, and we got to see reality. So. Well, I was disappointed by it because again, my whole setup there was telling you, uh, you know, I'm a peripheral golf fan, kind of like how Paul Whittington has pulled me back in the NASCAR. You coming in, coming on here on Wednesdays has made me more of a golf fan and that, and yeah, and I know golf needs to develop more stars and all that, but I mean, I hear you sighing over there, but I, I had, 
it means a little more to me again as a peripheral golf fan when Tiger's a part of it, and I'm just worried this is gonna this may be it for him. I mean, well, and it's it, and the thing that we I think we lose. I mean, it has to be it for some for everyone at some point. No, it and, doesn't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Look at LeBron, man. LeBron, uh, yeah. 21 years yeah. later. He's, well, never mind. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it, it is sad to watch. You know, it was sad to watch Derek Jeter deteriorate. Sad to watch Jordan, yeah. you know, lose, you know. All those, Larry Bird. I mean, that's yeah. the first one I think of because yeah, Larry Bird played at the highest level and, was, and is still, I think, one of the ten, 10 best players in <laughs> NBA history, but to watch the way his body de- deteriorated. Yeah. Say the word deter- deteriorated. I don't know why I can't say that word, but yeah, I mean, fell man. apart. That's yeah. what I was <laughs> yeah. over the last little bit. Uh, it, it really saddened me. And like you said, it just, uh, I guess every, Hey, you, you can beat everybody, but you can't beat. uh, time's undefeated. Yeah. Mother time, father time, whatever. Uh, they, they, he's going to win every single time. So what do you think? Uh, well, tell us who ended up winning it? Uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, Hideki's, uh, he's a guy who, I mean, he's, he's won a major. He, he has a green jacket. Um, and, and, you know, I think that that's a player that a lot of folks anticipated him really taking off. He is really, he's a golfer that moves the needle worldwide. Um, you know, we've, discussed on here before the impact that uh that asia has on the golf world the sporting world in general and you know he's one of the most popular athletes worldwide when you take into consideration the the number of people who live in in japan and and so a good win for him like i said um luke list was uh in the uh and I think he finished third and, um, but all in all, yeah, it was, it was a, a good weekend. Will Zalatoris actually, um, finished tied for a second with Luke list. And that's a great, How do you say that wills Zalatoris. Ah. Uh, he played at Florida, um, his collegiate golf. And, and that was a guy who was, was really on a, on a tremendous trajectory. Uh, and, and, his body fell apart. I mean, he, if you've ever, Will Zalatoris is one of the skinniest human beings I've ever seen. And, um, and, and he, uh, but his, his back, he, he had some, some pretty serious back issues and, uh, and, and, but this is sort of his comeback and it was a very emotional weekend for him. And, um, but, but, Good on good on Will. So some good stories that came out of that event, you know, um, Matsuyama winning and 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 the Zalatoris thing is really great as well. And hopefully it's a sign of great things to come for him. Very good. You saw the executive producer there, uh, Linda Whittington. She's our Linda Whittington. She's Linda Hanks. I know. I'm still calling her. Linda. Don't you know who your wife is, bro? <laughs> bro, <laughs> I like that. Yes, yes, I do. I there do. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We are going to get uh, Jimmy Paler up here on the line with us. So before we do that, though, let us think. Tell you what, let me think. Spence is listening right now. Let me throw Keith Spence at Spence Automotive some love. It's where I get my car services absolutely positively where you should go to. Uh, located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the uh, Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. 
Da, 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 da. There we go. Uh, Spence Automotive is owned by local sports running legend and my good friend. And, heck, your good friend, too. Keith Spence is open dude. Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him the Brian Hank show sent you. And again, uh, really appreciate Keith Spence, Spence Automotive, the sponsor of our uh, Spence Automotive guest line. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, uh, one, one of the most popular uh, umpires. A big smile on Mike Martin's face right now as we introduce. Why don't you bring him in here? Uh, so, Har- Harker's Island native, uh, East Card alumnus, and. Uh, all around great guy, heck of a realtor in Carter County, our good friend Jimmy Paler and and what a uh what what what's the word um most popular umpire. Okay. Like well, I think you just said it. That's a that's a unique <laughs> that's a unique phrasing right there. It's like, you know, the the uh that that that's a unique title to own. Jimmy, how you doing, my man? Guys, it's great to be here. Thank you so much for uh, for inviting me on your show. Looking uh, looking forward. To, you know, you talked to me a week or so ago about, about coming on, and uh, like I said, sorry I missed that opportunity, but but glad to be here today. And thank you again. And I don't know about that title, Mike. That's uh, <laughs> kind of like a that's kind of like an oxymoron, I guess. That's I where I was going. Oxymoron. Yeah. yeah. You mean like military intelligence, right? <laughs> intelligent there you go <laughs> there you go yeah. jimmy paler joining us uh here on our spence automotive guest line. i want to thank mike martin for setting this up and you had a very unique uh, situation that happened uh, this past friday jimmy and i just want you to set it up before we uh start peppering you with questions but tell everybody what happened with you uh behind the plate out at uh, clark leclerc stadium this past friday night yeah so, so brian uh like i said it's just uh very unique opportunity to, to have the chance to um, be behind the plate for, for Parker Bird's first uh, college at-bat. Uh, it's just very – I've been umpiring since 1986, you know, spent spent years in the minor leagues and then got out of the pro ball for a while and started doing college ball. And, and again, you know, for for umpiring 38, 38 years, it was – it's right out there with the most special moment I had as far as uh, being involved in a, on, on a baseball field. And, you know, Jimmy, you and I, well, you being from down East Carter County and and growing up around boats your entire life, I mean, we've seen countless, countless friends and family members, you know, injured in, in boating and, and things like that. That had to be something that hit you a little bit, you know, especially personal coming from that sort of thing and, and having seen the things you've seen in your life. Yeah, so I mean, it, it really was personal, and even in on more levels than that. So, you know, he's from Scotland County and played with the Scotland Scots. And and Mike, you you might remember a good friend of mine who went to East Carter as well, Richard Bailey, yeah. who's the football uh, football coach there at uh, Scotland County. You know, very successful football coach from from East Carter, and um, you know, he he had he had been talking to me about Parker Bird since Parker Bird was in the 11th grade, because he knew I umpired a lot of East Carolina games. And, you know, he, he was saying that hopefully Parker would, would go to East Carolina. And, and then, obviously, he got an offer to East Carolina. So, so Richard kind of kept me up to date with his uh, high school high school doings and what he was doing in high school. So I had a little bit of connection to him even before he got East Carter. I mean, I'm sorry, East Carolina. And 
so having said that, then the accident happened, of course, and and then his uh, freshman year, he was uh, for for the scrimmages for the fall scrimmages. He was he was in the dugout and um, sitting there uh, watching the scrimmages were going on. So I went up the cliff. I, I was there umpiring one of the scrimmage games. I went up the cliff and said, "Hey, Cliff, uh, I, I'd like to go talk to Parker Bird if you're okay with that." And he said, "Oh yeah, of course. He he would love that." So I went up, introduced myself, told him, you know, all friends with Richard and. So we had a we had a special bond anyway because it, you know he, we just had that connection put together with, because of Richard Bailey and so every time I would go to, to East Carolina he would always come up to me make it, uh, make an attempt to come up to me and and talk to me you know just ask me about Coach Bailey if I talked to Coach Bailey so so I had a little connection with him anyway and then um, when he came up to the plate on on Friday night. I, he didn't even realize that I was up there, and I guess you know he he had a lot going on that day with with first game and you know that he was going to be able to dress that and all that so he uh he came up to the plate and he didn't even realize it was me till so I kind of held up the moment there let him have his little bit of his time there and, and was writing his name on the lineup card and all that and then he he looked at me and he said oh my gosh Jimmy's you and I said yeah it's me, Parker. <laughs> but uh yeah he uh what a what a good kid and, um man it's hard to talk about it. <laughs> Well, wow. yeah, you know, and, and Jimmy, you know, you don't get to have moments like that often. And, you know, I've said on numerous occasions that that's what makes sports great is you get the chance to, to capture the character of a young man, because the, the things that, that kept Parker Bird off the baseball field for, you know, 18 months um, or long, two years, I guess, it, you know, we got the, some insight into who he was as a person, his faith, his, um, you know, his entire family. And that that's really, I, I think, you know, when people talk about sports and, you know, it's winning and losing and so forth and so on, but it's so much more than that. And to hear the emotion in your voice and, and to, to see the impact that that moment had on you, a man who has, you know, stood on major league diamonds with the likes of Frank Thomas, you know, that to, to see a moment that has an impact like that, like, like that on you really, I think is a testimony to what this story is. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it just, it just, it goes, it goes, it's so deep as far as Eastern North Carolina and what, he, what he really means to, to our area. Um, what an impact! I mean, he could, he could have so much impact on, on so many kids' lives, uh, you know, in the future. I, I just, I look forward to following him, and obviously, I mean, you know, this is, this is nothing against. Obviously, you know, it's going to be real hard for him to, to, to advance in, in pro ball or whatever because there's limited mobility but i mean the impact he's still going to make on people's lives is going to be it's going to be overwhelming for for this area and i i just can't wait to to follow him and to to, to see his success and you know even after college baseball um i told cliff cliff came up to me uh after the inning was over and uh was making a change and i said cliff i gotta admit man i've, I've been on pirates since 1986 i said that was the best moment I think I've ever had. I said, wow. I, I, I mean, I was obviously, I mean, you know, very emotional time. Um, all I could think about, uh, Mike, Brian, you, you'll appreciate this. I was like, man, there's going to be 10 million people eventually watch this video. 
don't don't miss a damn pitch. <laughs> well, so, that's that's luckily Ryder's Ryder's pitcher. Uh, he, he threw the first pitch and he uh, called strike. Then he threw four in a row that was not close. So I didn't I didn't get thrown under the bus at all. <laughs> Parker's at bat. <laughs> that is awesome. That voice you're listening to, that's Jimmy Paler, uh, umpire Jimmy Paler, very popular uh, umpire. And I got to tell you this, Greg Clemens uh, chimes in here. I didn't realize this. You are in the uh, East Carteret High School Hall of Fame, Jimmy. What I didn't, did you know that, uh, I, Mike? I, I, I did know that. I did know that. And well-deserved. Uh, uh, well, tell me a well, little bit East about Carter- that honor there, Jimmy. I think East Carter's running out of people. I don't know. <laughs> You know that's that's the beauty of being from a, a small community and uh in a small area. You know you get you get honored eventually in life. That uh, you know, I guess they I, I tell people all the time they must have just ran out of people to uh, honor. So they, whatever, they, whatever, man. Don't do, I, I like that? Very humble there, but but congratulations on that too. But I got to ask you, just setting up the moment itself, and we heard the emotion in your voice earlier, but. When, you know, when, uh, uh, Cliff comes out and he tells you, Hey, you know, I'm subbing, you know, uh, I've got a pinch hitter coming in he tells you who it is. Uh, well, what's going through your mind at that moment? And, and again, like you said, like you said, no, go ahead. Let me tell you the whole scenario there that hit. So that was really, it's really funny how that happened. So, so Cliff came up to me between innings prior to prior to Parker's at bat. And he just – he didn't say a name. He'd come up to me. You know, me and Cliff got a, got a pretty good relationship. I, I've been doing East Carolina baseball for, for a while. He came up to me, and he, and he called Parker's number. I think he's number 16. I don't know what his number I, I don't forget what his number is. But anyway, he said 16 is hitting for five in the number two hole or, or whatever, whatever hole it was. And I said, okay, I got it. He said he's he, – he, so he had already put in – he had already kind of made the change. And I didn't realize 16 was Parker Bird or whatever his number was. So the first hitter was uh, JJC, and he got hit by a pitch. And when he got hit by a pitch, the crowd kind of went crazy. And I looked down at third, and Cliff was kind of like revving up the crowd. I mean, you know, throwing his arms up in the air. And I was thinking, wait, Cliff, come on, man. It's 16 to 2. What are we doing here? Let's, let's, Let's keep this thing under control. So, so I automatically went in defensive mode, like JJC go to first. You know we don't want a situation here. I didn't realize that Parker <laughs> Bird was walking to the plate, and that's going crazy, and the crowd was going crazy. I was thinking, oh my god, we're getting ready to have a brawl here. The sixteen, <laughs> you know. So so that's kind of how that happened, and then and then when when uh, you know I was kind of following JJC up the first baseline, just watching him and make sure he didn't do anything stupid, make sure the pitcher didn't do anything stupid. And I didn't even realize Parker Bird was five feet behind me getting ready to walk into the box. And then I turned and looked, and, and it's Parker Bird. I was like, whoa, I'm at, <laughs> this moment is a lot bigger than uh, a lot bigger than JJC getting hit on the ankle here with a with an 85-mile-an-hour fastball. So, yeah, so that's kind of how it that's kind of how it led up to me, knowing that Parker was coming – to hit like i said so I, I i thought the crowd was getting fired up because he just got we just had a hit batsman but obviously it was something big much bigger than that i tell you what uh jimmy we're getting ready to end our first hour and go into our second hour can you join us for the first uh say two or three minutes of this second hour coming up yeah i'd love to 
No, I appreciate that so much. So let's go ahead and wrap up uh, this first hour here. We've got Jimmy Paler on our Spence Automotive guest line. We've got Mike Martin here uh, in the studio with us. So we've got Bill Ellis coming up uh, in our next hour or two as we're going to get you ready for the Freedom Classic that is taking place all weekend here at a historic Granger Stadium in Kenston. Uh, man, I, I, like I said, I've got a couple more questions I want to ask, uh, Jimmy about this too, about the atmosphere and all that. So we'll set you up for that there, uh, uh, Jimmy. So again, very excited to have him joining us here. Uh, yes, I'm trying to fill 10 seconds here. So that'll be in our, uh, next hour of the, uh, Brian Hank show presented by Lenore community college. Again, uh, Jimmy Paler will be hanging out with us here. Mike Martin here in the studio, Bill Ellis. Here's, we get you ready for the freedom classic. On the Brian Hanks Show, presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College.